The iPhone 12 is finally here. We're here to talk about Apple's newest smartphone and its features, specifications, prices, and more in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, everyone. So yesterday was the big event where Apple Wait, wait, what, what happened? I missed it. Four new phones to make things even a little more complicated. Yeah. Four new phones and, and, and 800 different, different uh, <laughs> tiers of, of, of purchasing. Yes. Literally every, every $50 increment from $399 up to $1,300. Yes. Uh, so where should we start in our discussion of these new phones? The biggest well, we issue. With the, the, <laughs> let's, we didn't, yeah. there, was, there weren't any real surprises. Okay, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, we should start with what, what they all have in common, I yeah. guess, yes. which is their... Yeah, there, there's a lot. This is a surprising... If you look at, like, the Samsungs and the Googles of the world, they, Apple really does a good job of saying, listen, all of these features are uniform, and there's a couple here and a couple here, and, and you yeah. know, this is how you make yeah. your decision. Yeah, they all have... These all have the A14, yeah. like, with no real performance difference. I, they Apple doesn't talk about things like RAM... It, the phones have no. to get in people's hands and then they'll figure out that like the pro has like more RAM than the regular, but you're not really yeah. going to notice that for most, for the most part. Last year it was the same. They both had four. There's this scuttlebutt that this year they go up to six, but yeah, like you say, either way, Apple right. optimizes the hell out of that. Those things, you're not going to notice it. Um, there's uh, and the A14 is, you know, Apple didn't, Throughout, tried out benchmarks, but they said, you know, it's faster. The CPU and GPU are 50, each 50% faster than any other smartphone chip. And that's probably true. <laughs> uh, a lot more neural edge to stuff. But all the stuff that they talked about with the iPad Air, they really didn't divulge any new sort of uh, features or specs or anything. Like no, that it was surprising. I thought they would have, yeah, it was almost like the verbatim thing. You know, they right. just talked about the, the nanometer process. and uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, we all kind of thought there would be a deeper dive, yeah. especially when they sent out the invite and it was high speed. And we all thought, oh, they're going to... Well, clearly the speed refers to 5G because they pounded yeah. the hell out of that. There was, uh, let's see, they're all OLED displays now as we expected. Yeah, and they're identical. There's no they're, like shadiness going on with the, with the contrast or they're the yeah. same across the board. They are all some with a XDR2 yeah. something, whatever. They all have peak brightness of 1200 yeah, nits and stuff, which is what they had on the uh, 11 Pro models. Yeah, right. They haven't changed from the 11 Pro to the 12 Pro. You're getting a functionally identical display. Yeah, right. the, the actual resolution numbers are a little different because the sizes are right. different, but the pixels per inch are all the same. Yep. They're all the same on all the models, about 450 or so, uh, 460. Um, the difference, the exception would be the mini, the iPhone 12 mini has a little higher pixels per inch because they're, that display has got to be a little denser to be that small. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, um, they're all the same kind of the same design. They're all the same flat edged yeah. design that looks a lot like an iPad Pro. Yeah, you don't get the thicker bezels anymore. They're all really, you know, cut from the same cloth. Mm -hmm. you, you get the stainless steel on the upper models and that yep. frosted glass versus the glossy and the, and the aluminum. Yeah, different color choices. Colors, that's yeah. about, but that's um, really the difference. They really do look very much the same. And they're, they're similar. The, the new blue color is similar on both. Yes. Yeah. 
I think it has a different name, but it's close. I think it's just blue. Was it just blue? Did they call it anything? Pacific blue on oh, the Pro. Oh, wow, sorry. Well, yeah. now. Because <laughs> it's got to really be something. Kind of one of the few new features is um, MagSafe. They all have yes. MagSafe, which yeah. is... Which looks pretty cool. Uh, this is that was one of the more surprisingly cool things of the yeah of the we show. had heard heard kind of rumors we weren't sure what it was going to be yeah based on the you know it's it's quick demos and you know you got to pay extra for all these things but it looks like <laughs> a like a like you know we've I've seen I've tried the so called modular Android phones and they've been just hot garbage yeah but Apple seems to have thought this through and if anyone could pull it off it's 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 them they basically took their uh, charging coil in the back and NFC coil. Uh, reconfigured them some to make a yep. better coil and a better NFC coil and stuff. Gave it better shielding and everything. And uh, a couple extra sensors, a different NFC antenna and a magnetometer, which is basically a way to tell if something's magnetically attached. So it'll mm-hmm. know that something's stuck on there. And it lets you have a essentially a wireless charger that works just like the Apple Watch charger. It sticks yes. like a magnet, clicks, but they're gonna yeah. use it for all this other stuff too. They're gonna all their cases for the iPhone 12 models all all up and down the line are these MagSafe cases that snap on, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like a wallet you can snap on. They have like a little thin leather. It's more like a card carrier than a wallet, but um, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, third parties. They showed some Belkin stuff like a car mount. You know, you would just stick your phone up there and snap onto this car mount. Everything so. Uh, it's pretty cool. It also doubles the wireless charging speed to 15 watts. Yes. Um, only only when you're using a MagSafe thing. Uh, it still works with G. Your old chargers aren't like you got a wireless charger. It's not trash now. You put your phone on there. It still gets seven and a half watts. It works fine. The charger, as we said, was sold separately. It's 39 bucks. All you get is really just a larger looking Apple Watch puck. Yes. With the US, USB-C on the other end, not uh, USB-A. And uh, it's been making the rounds this morning because Joanna Stern wrote an article uh, from the, the uh, Wall Street Journal. There is no charger in the box. So you have to bring your own charger to that as well. But yeah. if you bought one for your iPhone or you have one, this is, you know, they all work. 15 watt, most, most USB-C chargers are at least 15 watts, if not way, way, way higher. So it's yeah. not like you're going to be bringing in a five watt USB-C plug and it's not going to work. <laughs> True. And they and, still and- have... Lightning's lightning ports, so you could still charge through lightning if you don't. Yeah, of course, want to. Yep. yeah, yep. just just a. And it, it comes with the, the iPhone comes with a nut lightning to USB C cable in the box. That's that's yeah. still there. Yeah, USB-C. they they all do now. Even yeah. if you buy, you can go and buy an old iPhone ten ten uh, R. I think still. Yeah, they sell those. And yeah. uh, so even that and the iPhone elevens that they still sell on this, that Apple still sells on the site. All that stuff is gone from the boxes. They just oh, give wow. you a USB-C to lightning cable. That's that's interesting. Yeah, they've they've taken them out of the entire iPhone line for oh. new purchases that, and changed them all to USB-C. Some of them, the non-Pro models, used to be USB-A. Yeah, uh, as as early as you know, iPhone 11 last week or Monday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you went to the site last week, you would yeah. get headphones and a power adapter and <laughs> USB-A cable. Now it's just a just a USB-C lightning cable in every box. And it's there a little bit less, but that's neither, neither here nor there, but yeah. Yeah, the, um, now if you, if you have a USB-A lightning cable laying around your house or like 10 of them like I do, those mm-hmm. will work. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like it won't, you plug a lightning thing in here, it'll charge your phone. Yeah. I, I, you can't use them with MagSafe. I, I, don't, I doubt a dongle would work and you don't want to do that anyway. Right. You, know, you, you need to get, if you don't have one, invest in like a 65 watt uh, USB-C charger from Anchor or Aki or wherever, you, what, what have you on Amazon for like 35 bucks. Yeah. If you need to buy it, uh, USB-C power adapter, Apple has lowered the price, which is what we were all yeah. complaining about before. Used to be 29 bucks. Now it's 19, uh, which way, is way more palatable. Yeah. It's a 20 watt charger. It's 19 bucks. It's totally reasonable. It's not like the cheapest you can buy, but it's not out of, out of the ballpark for what those cost. Right. It's fine. Here's a question. Is MagSafe the first step toward that portless iPhone that has been rumored? Is that uh, where they're going? Will, will, the, will, will the iPhone 13 or 14 not have a lightning port? I think it very well could be. They yeah, need to, maybe not 14. I, it might take two years. Yeah. Uh, but it I, seems to be. They need a, a solution for CarPlay. What they need is like a, a dongles well, that make sure CarPlay, your, a USB dongle that you plug into your car that doesn't have wireless CarPlay so that you're phone will work. I mean, it, that could work with a MagSafe cable. That, there's no communication over MagSafe. There's no data. Could there it. be? Like, could they? Uh, it's yeah. no, there's no, um, they might be able to get a bit or two to say like what this device is. They might be able to mm -hmm. recognize what the device is. They can't like, literally it's a second monitor. Your, your CarPlay, like they can't transfer any kind of data like that. That's okay. And, mm -hmm. and there's not the, the gut underlying guts necessary to make it happen. Okay, so that's an interesting point. Like, how do you how do you make that work then? Well, you could have a little wireless like a like, transmitter, just like uh, those transmitters you have for wireless mice that plug into your USB. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they they could have something like that. That would go into your car. That would mm -hmm. go into your car. Your plug yeah. car USB, and then you, if your car doesn't have wireless CarPlay, so that's a possible way around it. But other than that, like, yeah, the wireless iPhone. That's the only thing holding it back. Really is. CarPlay car would be yeah. not many cars have wireless CarPlay right now. No, I, I just bought one last year. I don't have it. My wife bought one in March and she doesn't have it. A lot of the next year models do. I think they're kind of trying to make that push. Plus car yeah. makers know that that's what people expect is they're just wireless syncing with their phone and stuff. The main differences between the phones really are what the size and the cameras. Uh, yeah, I mean, cameras, the, the, the cameras, slight material the, stuff, it's like yeah, the stainless, stainless steel, steel band, versus aluminum, yeah. slightly right. better IP68 rating on the pro, you know, they're both IP68. It's just, it's six know, meters versus four meters. Yeah. Which is you know, not nominal. like yeah. how yeah. they're all going to survive a drop in the pool or whatever, right. you know, right. and you still have on the pros, you still have a three lens camera. The regular iPhone 12 has a two lens camera. Right. Re and wide then, and ultra wide on the yes. regular iPhone 12 and the mini. Actually, uh, scratch that. I just checked the IP rating is increased from last year. So they're all the same now. It is six, six meters, 30 minutes. Six meters to 30 minutes for the regular iPhone 12? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. Huh. And also, also the mini, same thing. Oh, well then they're Yeah, all, they changed yeah. it. Last year, the, the pros were four and the, I guess the 11s were the same. Two. The 11s were two. The pros are four. Yeah. Okay. Now they're all six. Oh. Well, then there you so, go. Dunk away. <laughs> <laughs> it's another, another way they're all the same. 
Uh, so yeah, the, the cameras are, the, the main difference is the cameras, the main one you notice, right? So the regular mm -hmm. iPhone 12 and the mini have a wide and an ultra wide, but no telephoto. The wide is an improved version. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah, same the size sensor uh, as before, but it's at a 1.6, yeah. Yeah, they have a seven element lens and a wider aperture. Yeah. And then just a better, the better processing in the A14. Yeah, so they, low, low light photos will be a little bit sharper. A little bit sharper. They do things like they do um, deep fusion on all the mm -hmm. uh, lenses. They do night mode on all the lenses, including the front camera. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, also, when I say the, all so the lenses. The wide I mean, and the wide angle, yeah. Yeah, I mean all the iPhone 12 lenses. The iPhone 12 Pro adds a telephoto. It does not get night mode, but it does get deep fusion. You get deep fusion on everything. And they do night mode portrait shots, which is a new thing. Uh, and it yep. gets weirder because like, so the, t the 12 Pro has the telephoto lens, but the 12 Pro Max has a different telephoto lens. Yeah. Yeah. It has a, a uh, further telephoto lens. It's two and a half times. It's a 62 millimeter or whatever lens. So it's, it's more yeah. zoom. The Max also has a slightly different wide angle lens that we did right. you, did you miss it? I just, I just was not paying attention. to <laughs> <laughs> No, you were, uh, you're right. It's, uh, <laughs> They, the regular wide angle lens, the standard lens is the same width, but it's a larger sensor, right? right? It's a, and a, and still the wider extra. So, so they, they say about 50%-ish yeah, better low light performance. Yeah. yeah. So all combined, it's supposed to be some 87%. Oh, and that new bigger sensor also, they, instead of the optical image stabilization being moving the lens, it moves the sensor, it's sensor right. shift, right. which is what you see in some DSLRs and stuff. Yep. Uh, which should give it a even better way to like stabilize the camera when you're doing a handheld shot. Mm -hmm. So all together, that's supposed to be something like 87% better low light performance or whatever. But it's right, only with the Pro Max, right? Not the regular Pro. That's very confusing. Yeah, a little bit because if you're not like really steeped in photography stuff, those are high tech, very technical things. Mm -hmm. But I guess with the hundred bucks between them, you're really just choosing: do you want a big one or a not so big one? Yeah, I think that's the biggest difference yeah, for most people. I don't think anyone's going to say, oh, well, I was going to buy the 12 Pro, but with the uh, sensor shift optical image stabilization, I better go for the, I mean, they're just going to want the bigger screen or not. The, yeah, the, the basic thing is like, if you take a lot of low light photography, you're probably going to really notice a difference with the Max, mm -hmm. with the standard lens on the Max, not the yeah. telephoto or anything like right, that. Right. There's a slight difference. They all do Dolby Vision video recording, which is mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, that's, that is amazing. 10-bit HDR with the, what Dolby Vision does is they do metadata changes like per frame and they, they record all that, like actual Dolby Vision. You can, and you can airplay Dolby Vision to your Apple TV and it comes up in HDR and your TV and stuff mm -hmm. like, very, very cool. And um, there's that pro editing thing on the, uh, on the pros as well. It, it's, I was looking at that. It's, the editing is everywhere. They talked about it during the pro part Mm -hmm. but you can edit Dolby Vision on all of them. The only okay. difference appears to be that recording in Dolby Vision is limited to 4K 30 frames per second on the regular iPhone 12s, and it's up to 60 frames per second on the Pros. Okay. I don't know why. I can't imagine why that's different. Uh, you know? The um, that Also, that um, Apple, that new format, the Pro Raw or something it's called. That coming that's, in only a few. On, that's only on the Pros as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. Let me, let, me, let me double check. Hold on. 
Um, I know it's coming later this year. It's not going to be out. Yeah, only right that's now. only the, the night mode portraits and the Apple Pro Raw are both specific to the pros. Okay. So can you talk about Pro Raw a little bit? I missed that part of the the presentation because I was busy writing stuff. How, so. how dare you, Rome? <laughs> that's uh, a that's an interesting uh, sort of little concept they came up with. So normally what a raw image is, is a, and, and every camera kind of has their own format. Their, their DSLR has a different format. It's like, here's the, the straight output from the sensor. We didn't do any image processing on it, right? And it'll often be kind of full of noise. It doesn't have all of its tone mapping and stuff like that, but you're gonna do all of that yourself in Lightroom or something, right? So if you're a creative professional, it gives you, the straight data that that you get to manipulate better. Manipulate, yeah. right? That doesn't really work well for smartphones because smartphones only get a good image by taking a bunch of exposures and doing all of this fancy computational mm -hmm. photography on it. So what they've done is kind of try to give you the best of both worlds. They've tried to uh, take their multiple exposure computational photography shot and, and combine that into uh, what would be the equivalent of raw sensor data. Like here's here's the combined stuff, but also they take the, all their steps for computational data and their tone mapping and all that stuff, and they encode that in metadata and, in, and include that in that raw image so that you can kind of undo or change all the stuff your phone did. So it gives you all that flexibility. It's still intended to give you all the flexibility you normally get with a raw image without actually just giving you a raw sensor dump, which would be kind of useless on a smartphone. It would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd get like, it, it'd be like smartphones from five years ago. You just get like one snap with no <laughs> processing. And that's right. just not how you get a good image today. Like every picture you take with your smartphone is eight exposures yeah. of various things. Yeah. yeah the, in the demo, it was, you know, pretty cool, the stuff they were showing. I, mean, I don't know how easy it is to achieve those results. Like they were changing the, the, the girl's shirt and the shadows were intact and all that cool stuff. Like, yep. I mean, that's pretty mind-blowing for a phone if you have the capabilities of doing that, you know, creative capabilities, not the, not the hardware capabilities. Yeah, uh, they're going to support it. It'll be supported right away in the Photos app on Macs and stuff and yeah, on it, iPhone. It seems like just one more problem we're going to have like exporting these things and uh, other applications reading these things like with the HEIC and right you know and raw has its own issues already depending on what camera you're using so mm -hmm. i mean it's cool but um it's going to create issues with yeah the, stuff, the next sure. step is and i'm sure they're going to but the next step is of course uh the guys like adobe and everything supporting the format right i'm sure course. that's coming right i'm they're probably already been working with them for months and it's I'm sure be right there. I mean, it's so. not available yet. That could be one of the reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly a professional kind of yeah. feature that most people aren't going to really care about. Well, it, it, they'll care about it if it's turned on and they don't realize it and they go to share a simple That's photo true. and it's like 800 megabytes and nobody can read it. <laughs> they'll care yeah. I, I have <laughs> a feeling that the share menu and stuff and when you post on it, it'll automatically can just convert to a regular JPEG. Yeah, probably like the way uh, the way the HEIC yeah. stuff does. Like if I just if I take an HEIC picture and I just like I'm in my photos app and share it to Twitter or grab it from Twitter, it, it's a JPEG. Like mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think they'll be smart about it, but we'll see. 
Maybe it, and maybe it saves both, which means it'll suck up a lot of storage space. Yeah, well, <laughs> who knows how big now. these pictures are? They're giving you one twenty-eight with the entry-level iPhone uh, Pro, so yeah, you know, twice as much storage to use up for those things. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about pricing because that's another area in which they're sort yes. of different. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was going to say the major one of the major differences is the pricing, and mm-hmm. Apple was pushing these this pricing during the event but after yeah, the, the event the, when we look the, deeper the phrase, into the pricing <laughs> we the phrase all starting went, at is doing a little a little bit of work this year yeah <laughs> so apple still hit that 699 that that the iphone 11 was at you know starts at 699 which is which is a good you know that's a good entry level now it's mm-hmm. the mini so you're getting less screen or, or fewer pixel or that's not fewer pixels it's you're small. getting a smaller screen <laughs> Uh, a better screen, but a smaller one. Um, but for those, for the for the iPhone 12 mini, which is 699, the iPhone 12 mini, uh, not 12 mini, the iPhone 12, the 6.1 inch one, which is 799. The only way to get those prices is if you order via your carrier, either through apple.com or through, um, you know, your carrier's website. Otherwise you're paying 729 for either the T-Mobile Sprint version or the unlocked version, which, you know, okay. So you say, well, it's 30 bucks, big deal. I mean, maybe it's not a big deal, but we don't really expect this kind of duplicity from Apple. Like it's, it's a very, right. very hidden cost. And I don't really know why they did. I, I, I know why they did it because they needed to get carriers on board with their 5G pricing. Yeah. And, and it's, they did. And it's Verizon and AT&T that AT&T, offer this. Yeah. The T-Mobile slash Sprint, which is kind of the same company and not, uh, doesn't have it. And you, you have to qualify. So even if you have AT&T or Verizon, there's certain hoops you have to jump through in order mm-hmm. to get that pricing. And you have to pay an activation fee. That's part of it. Which is, which is, which is 30 bucks or 40, bucks. depending on your, your plan or whatever. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's, a little, it's a little sneaky and tricky and not Apple-like, yes. as was the major Verizon presence at this event. That was the other thing that was yeah. really off-putting to me is... And, you know, we, we talked about this last week about how Apple was going to deliver 5G for one and millimeter, a millimeter wave for another because on Android phones, those are generally more expensive. Mm-hmm. And they did. They, in fact, it's on all four phones. And it's, you know, it doesn't, doesn't seem to have increased the prices too much. The iPhone 11 is more, but you're getting a better screen and better camera along with the, 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 the 5G modem. And it seems as though there was basically a quid pro quo thing with Verizon. Like, hey, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll give you all the screen time and make you sound wonderful Yeah. if, if you give us these, these uh, you know, your bands for less. This was very un-Apple. It was very, yeah. um, it was a bad look, I thought. Because they always bring out, not always, they often bring out a partner. To, and the partner comes out and talks about how great the product is so, uh, so right. The, they the come out and say like yeah. with the new iPhone, we can do like uh, game stuff we've never done. And they did right. that this year with riot, bringing a league of legends, a version of league of legends to mm-hmm. the iPhone, right? That's the kind of thing we expect. We've seen that a lot. What we got was a five minute straight up yeah. Verizon commercial. Yeah, it, absolutely it wasn't was. even about the iPhone. It was about, in fact, they even launched their... a Verizon product, <laughs> right? It was about how great their coverage was yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, Verizon was like name dropped a dozen times yes. throughout the rest of the presentation. Yeah. It was really, really like, uh, it just felt really skeezy. It did. Really un-Apple. That is not what I'm here for with Apple. I, I, was, I was really disappointed in that. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, ultimately, I don't think it's going to affect Apple's image, but it was very much like Samsung or LG I, or, or any of these other companies that this. Apple tries to be different from. We don't want to see this going forward. Yeah. Um, and on yeah. there, if you look at the, um, the iPhone 12 site, I pulled it up, it says, special carrier offers at Apple. Get the newest iPhone for an unbelievable price. And then it lists AT&T and Verizon's mm -hmm. specific pricing. Well, that's because those are the credits. only ones that give you that six ninety nine. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's they they they're definitely it's definitely a, a quid pro quo thing, and I'm um it has to be related to five G. Maybe after a year they'll get rid of all this stuff, but um, clearly there was some machinations going on over the last twelve months to bring these five G phones without you know making them cost. Uh, one of the yeah, and and more. Verizon's doing their best to make it look like it's. 5G only on Verizon or something like you need that to be clear. It doesn't. They, these phones work. Yes. Uh, Apple actually went out there and said the most bands of any phone, which is 4G and LTE, 4G true. and 5G yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, I should note for our international uh, listeners that the 5G is only sub six gigahertz outside of the U.S. Right. Millimeter wave is just a U.S. feature. You actually have a little patch on the side of the phone that's like where yeah. the millimeter wave antenna is. Yeah. That's only on the U.S. models. Um, if you buy this phone throughout the rest of the world, you don't get millimeter wave. Which, you know, to be quite frankly, is not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's places I think it will be. Uh, I would kind of worry about that in places like South Korea or something where right. um, they're building that kind of stuff out. But you should know. <laughs> and they yeah, talked and about you some should great also speeds. know that if you if you pay for so i was looking yesterday i have an old verizon plan mm -hmm. if i upgrade to so verizon likes to say 5g is included which it is if you buy a plan today but if you have an old one which a lot of people do you're grandfathered into these prices if i were to go to a 5g plan i'm going to look at a 50 to 60 dollar increase per month for yeah. my plan and most people are going to probably absorb something similar to that if you've had if you've had an iphone for a while and quite frankly, it's probably not worth it. I can't speak to the nationwide network. I can't find anything about it other than it allegedly covers 200 million people. Right. Verizon hasn't talked about speeds or coverage areas or anything, or even when it's going live, even though they said it was yesterday. So I'm not 100% sure what's happening there. My mm -hmm. guess is it's, it's obviously sub six, but my guess is it's similar to T-Mobile where you'll get around 150 versus like 80 to, to 100 normally. Yeah, the only thing I really saw a mention of yesterday is that they're millimeter wave. They're still doing millimeter wave. It's just yes. expanded to more cities. To more cities. And which... part of the way that they play that number when they say 200 million people is they'll say something like, well, like uh, there's uh, 2 million people in Chicago or something. Right. And right. they'll go, we're in Chicago. That covers 2 million people. But yeah, but you cover like 10% of Chicago with your millimeter wave. All 2 well, million people in Chicago the, can't get on this. They said then maybe maybe that includes that too, but the the nationwide five G that's another thing that they just announced yesterday. But like you said, I, I can't find any actual information nothing. on like zero. Is, is it other bands or are they just I, saying I got, nationwide because millimeter wave is all over uh, now. Well, yeah, and I got emails from brand? Verizon that I couldn't find anything even in those emails from like PR people. Like they're yeah. they're being very coy about it, obviously for 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 it's, whatever reasons. It's pretty sketchy. Yeah, so I would not recommend jumping to a five G plan if you buy the five G when you buy an iPhone just yet. If you don't have it already in your 
Right. Yeah. If you, if you requires paying more, yeah. you're future proofing yourself. Yet. So I wouldn't not buy the phone because you don't need 5g buy it for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And it'll be great in two years when you have one, but yeah. right now it's not worth the extra hit on your, on your wireless bill because you're not really getting what you, what, what's promised. Certainly not what Apple talked about with these right. four gigs speeds, like whatever, man. Like that's like in like one block on one city in one, in one, square foot on somewhere in the US. <laughs> like nobody's getting that. So the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro are available to order this Friday. Yeah, the 6.1 inch, both 6.1 inches. Yes. And they ship yeah. next week. Yeah. And then the mini and max, I like how the small and the big versions. Yeah, I do too. It's like, a, it's like, a, it's like an old uh, uh, TV show. Yeah. I, I was thinking of uh, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito movie? Twins. Twins. <laughs> uh, they're not available till November. Which we kind of expected. Yeah. That's all, that's all COVID production related weirdness. So I haven't figured out which phone I'm going to buy if I'm going to buy a phone. If, come on. Have you forgotten where you work, Roman? I was going to buy a phone, and then my, this is more personal stuff that people don't care about. My garbage (laughs) disposal decided to break down this past weekend. I've been there. Yeah, and the plumber just installed it a few minutes ago. And then I had him fix a leaky faucet in our bathroom, which was bugging us. Uh, It wasn't as severe a problem, but... You figure that they're charging you like 80 bucks to walk in the door. You might as well keep them around and do more stuff. Exactly, exactly. So that's going to be, I don't know, five, six hundred dollars And so that was going to go towards my phone. So I don't know... If I'm gonna you have, a, you have that, 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 that rich journalism salary. You can afford both. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are buying phones, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, well, which, uh, well, what? I'm on the upgrade. Well, my wife is on the upgrade program. So it's just a matter of, you know, paying forever, basically. Yeah. So I don't think of it as buying a new phone. I think of it as just it's part of the program. Yeah, yeah, right. I've already budgeted it years ago. So it's yeah. all the same. I'm going to get, well, she's going to get the, um, just the, the 12 because, well, she has the, um, she has the 11 now. She likes that size. She doesn't want to go to the big one or the small one. And quite frankly, I don't really see the point of going from the, the 6.1 non-pro to the, to the regular pro for 200 bucks. Uh, you know, we talked about it and she was like, well, you know, I don't really care about the telephoto lens. And otherwise they're very functionally similar. It's so, double, yeah. You get double storage and a telephoto storage, lens. I, I will. I probably will go for the one twenty eight for the fifty bucks. Yeah, and then like like things like uh, Pro Raw and stuff like that. Yeah, when you she do doesn't that. care about yeah. that. And the, um, the, I kind of prefer the aluminum better, to be honest, than the stainless steel. I like the. the I, I was the case on mine anyway. So also, yeah. also that is that too. And that, that blue color, which you liked, and it's, they're very, I mean, I haven't seen them in person, but based on the website, they're very similar between the, the pro and the, and the non-pro this year. So. I am getting the regular 6.1 pro. Okay. Um, I, I am into the pro Max's like larger sensor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always dark in my house. <laughs> it's yeah, hard same. to take pictures of a black cat yeah, yeah. when it's dark in your house. Um, but it's a, it's not just that it's more money, but it's um, that that size. Like I have an yeah, eleven Pro Max, yeah. and this is even just a slightly bit bigger. Yeah, and it's, I'm it's already very slight, like, but it, it, there there is a there is a a, a threshold. 
right. I had the same issues with the um, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra versus the S20 Ultra. I mean, it's, you know, half a millimeter here and there, but it matters. Yeah. And I'm already kind of beyond it. I'm already kind of like this. This phone's already too big. Do I want one that's even a little bigger, even if it's thinner? Yeah. The, no, I don't really. The bigger issue there is the, first of all, the sides are going to make it a little less comfortable to hold because they're flat now. But also the Apple has that, that, that aspect ratio that's a little bit wider than every other big giant phone on the planet. Hmm. So you have to like really kind of extend your, your grip to hold it. Right. Whereas the Notes and the Galaxy S's are taller than they are wider. Right, compared to Apple's minor Aspect ratio, yeah. So yeah, that extra little bit, I mean, let me look it up. It's, it's, it, I was surprised at how it's little- It's a couple it, millimeters in each direction. Yeah. And it's, a, and it's like a, a, actually thinner by like 0.7 millimeters or something, which is basically yeah. the thickness of your case. That'll be nice when you put a case on it. But um, so I'm getting about, the regular Pro 6.1, which is bigger than, it, it's actually almost exactly- the same size as the old regular um, iPhone 11 non-pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those are very similar. And, uh, and I'm also getting a couple of the MagSafe accessories. I'm going to yeah. Yeah, try I that out, stuff yeah. out. We'll be, and they're also a bit thinner, which mm -hmm. as we've spoken, bothers me and bothers you and bothers everybody like put a damn bigger battery in there. There's no reason to go a millimeter thinner when you have that extra room. But uh, they're, the other ones were eight, all over eight, and these are 7.4 millimeters uh, thick. So that, that's significant. Like, it'll feel a lot thinner. It will. Uh, the, the I'm, I'm impressed that they kept the battery life according to sort of their numbers. Yeah, I mean, I guess same. I'm impressed, but it's, it's, that's not what I'm looking for, man. No, like, I'm looking why, for more. Like, yeah. make it last longer. Why, why is Apple's base mark the same as the prior year? I never understood that, but they've always done that. That's, well, that's the battery the life was great last year. It was a big step up with the iPhone 11. So give me more, um, man. So yeah, keep going would be great. Yeah. But on the other like the, hand- Like the iPad has always got 10 hours, always. Apple Watch, always 18 hours. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those, well, those need I to be a lot. Other companies longer. do it, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the iPhone 11, I mean, the, the iPhone 12, being the same as the iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 already got really great battery life. Um, and you know some of the best out there so that they i'm impressed they can make it thinner and keep it the same it'll be nice when you have a case on it mm -hmm. but i'd still rather have another 0.6 millimeters or whatever it is and a bigger battery in there yeah like agree. and just make it kill everybody on battery life just go like hey seriously if they put like a like a 4500 milliamp hour battery in there it would last like a week <laughs> uh I used to get the biggest phones and I would rationalize it as saying, since I'm kind of the unofficial family documentarian, I need yeah. those cameras. And yeah. <laughs> since we don't go anywhere anymore, <laughs> there's no like, <laughs> well, you probably will at some point, <laughs> some point we'll see. Yeah. It's, That's it's what just, I was doing thinking. Yeah. Like yeah. I was thinking about the max because it's like, it doesn't bother me that much if I'm not going anywhere, if I'm just sitting here at my desk, but you know, I assume at some point the world is going <laughs> to open up again. And it really is annoying to have those big phones in your pocket and stuff. So. Yeah. The, the size doesn't bother me in my pocket. And uh, you know, the thing is the world has opened up a little bit and it's not like I can't go outside, but it is a personal preference of mine yeah. to 
avoid other people and stuff. You know, it, it is my own personal quirk that I have, a fear that I have. You can read in that, into that as much as you want. <laughs> but I've also come to realize that, you know, I don't need as fancy a phone camera as I thought I did. Yeah. Uh, the cameras are really good now. Right. So, mm-hmm. no. That's kind of the, the thing on the other side of the fence also with Android. I mean, you know, you have the ultras, which have all these cool effects. But if you get like a OnePlus or a, a Pixel 4a, you know, they're really good for like a fraction of the price. And, you you know, yeah. that's the, it's a problem when everything, not a problem, but, you know, when everything gets leveled out and all the, the, the lower ones equal the good ones and, the, and then the really good ones don't really have that leap anymore. Yeah. Like, what are you really paying for? I really wish Apple would have made the telephoto lenses yeah. the same on both the pros. Yeah. Like I kind of don't understand that. It doesn't have to do, the sensor shift stuff is only on the wide camera. Yeah. It's the wide, it's that sensor. They're different sensors. So, it's, it's not like there's some reason like, oh, well, you know, the, the big one has something that lets us do a wider, a, a right. narrower telephoto. They just decided to make it different and it just- Yeah, I, I, it's we, like, I, don't, I don't quite understand it either. Like, I mean, you have the pros and you're $100, $100 for 6.1 versus 6.7 inches. That's, that's not out of the realm of, of okay. Like you yeah. don't need to add a couple extra features. Maybe they're just trying to push people to that larger model, but I think it, it's it's more of a choice of preference. Like it's a that's six point six inches, half an inch plus. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you don't I want mean, it, we'll see how much better it. that big sensor is on the wide camera. That might make a real difference to, to low light photography. I mean, we'll see. But that's that has nothing to do with the telephoto lens. So yeah. I, that they've made two different telephoto lenses on the pros is uh, what are you doing? Yeah, it's weird. And it's like the like the pricing and the carrier stuff. It's a little like what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. Nickel and diamond because most people aren't going to dive into the spec sheets like we do and even see that. Yeah. Uh, I am kind of curious about the mini. Yeah, me too. I'm very curious. Yeah. It's not a a phone I like. I don't like that small and my eyes aren't that good anymore, but. Yeah. I mean, I used to think that I've been using the iPhone SE for like six months because I don't go anywhere anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just, I just haven't taken out the SIM card for more than a couple of days. And honestly, the, the size isn't bad, but I don't know if I would, buy one like i think i would buy the six rather than the 5.4 inch yeah but there are people that are going to love it love it, it is they yeah. said the smallest 5g phone and well that's that's for sure that's that's for I, sure and i think that's going to matter to people it might be the smallest phone period i mean they don't make many <laughs> small phones on our android there's six, not and there's a, about the smallest you're going to get definitely a cadre of people in the u.s who really miss small phones yeah, and are going to sure. love definitely the fact that they can get really all the best technology in the small phone it's oled it's the a14 it's the best image stuff it's dolby vision it's yada like it's it's all that stuff all the stuff that they want in a phone um yeah just, there's really nothing with the iphone 11 uh, 12 damn numbers there's nothing with the <laughs> iphone 12 that you're not getting with the iphone 12 mini it's all the same yeah it's it's the the biggest uh sticking point is going to be battery life it's small. It's got a small battery. The battery life isn't as good. There's just not a lot they can yeah. do about that. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of international markets prefer smaller phones. Mm-hmm. So it could be popular. And bigger in phones, which is, you know, why yeah, maybe right. clearly, yeah, the, the giant, giant ones. And yeah, you're right. Like India, there's, there's a, there's a uh, obvious push to India 
uh, not just with this, but but all over the place with Apple. And yeah, yeah. this will definitely play well there, mm-hmm. particularly for the price. In fact, I saw people um, uh, people comparing prices uh, in Indian uh, rubles money. Yeah, I, don't, I forget. And they said that it's a, it's aggressive. The, uh, the the pricing, whatever it is, the the translation, the the, the conversion. Yeah. What they're charging in India is uh, way better than how it usually breaks down with U.S. versus Indian pricing. Hmm. Uh, There's something to be said for the fact that, like, compared to other premium phones that have 5G, Apple's actually looking very affordable, right? No doubt. No doubt. Not just just with the mini, but, like, all across the line. I mean, you you can look at the, the Pixel 4a 5G is probably the closest thing to it. That's just sub six and yeah. it's $500. So, yeah. And it's, and a, it's, it's, an, and it's an older processor and everything else that comes Yeah. With. It's all, it's a lesser phone. It's not like a premium tier phone. Right. Uh, so Apple is probably going to like double the number of 5g phones in the world. In, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, more. in a couple months. Right. Yeah. 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 There's <laughs> like no question. By, about that. by the time we're at the end of January, half the 5g phones in the world will be like iPhones. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I know the exact numbers, but yeah, it's got to be somewhere in the market of, or in the ballpark of like fifty million, maybe, maybe significantly less. I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah, assuming Apple sells some thirty, forty million iPhone twelves between now and the end of December. Yeah, I'm uh, curious yeah, to try it out. I have, I have an MVNO. I have Mint Mobile, which is a T-Mobile MVNO, where yeah, yeah. you do this weird thing where you pay for an entire year ahead of time, and it's really, really cheap. Um, and, but, and, but 5g is free. You just, if you have a 5g phone, you just get 5g mm-hmm. like on any frequency band T-Mobile has, you know? Um, so as soon as I get this and pop my SIM in, I should be good to go somewhere cool, yeah. and I can see I've, what the difference is. Cause I have really, you, so really you've, curious. you've never tested the T-Mobile network out there. You no, know, cause I haven't had access to any 5g equipment. No, not, not okay. that sports uh, T-Mobile. So. I'll be curious what the difference is between what I get on yeah, LTE. I've, and I don't, I'm not in a really great location in terms of cell signal. So I'm going to be getting like some 700 megahertz band mm-hmm. throughput or something. And I'll be able to see. Yeah. I have T-Mobile also, and I live in San Francisco. So yeah, hopefully you'll get, it's, you'll get big there's, there's millimeter wave areas in San Francisco for them now. I don't know where they are. You're going to have to go yeah. find the map and look it up, but you can, you can go see if you can get that three gigabit. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, it's like a treasure map room. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if I still worked at the office, it would, I could find it there. Maybe, yeah, maybe but... down by the ballpark. I bet they're down by the ballpark. There's yeah. Cells. Yeah. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 717. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. And thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you. We couldn't have timed this to be 712, Roman. Come on. (laughs) You know, I I look at the episode numbers as just labels, not necessarily sequence. So Uh, it's just a label. (laughs) So if you want to think of it as 712, you can uh, and thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, uh, if you have any thoughts on the new phones, what are you going to get? What do you think about 5G? 
Let us know. Send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time. Tell me, let me, let me know what he charges because mine my, my broke right before all of this stuff hit. And then the prices <laughs> for garbage disposal, for whatever reason, went through the roof. Huh. So I'm waiting for them to come back down so I can buy one and install it myself. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll, buy it I'll tell you, uh, we bought, yeah, we just did this this summer. And our old disposal, we got the same brand, but like a newer model. And then go for the like step up quieter models. Okay. Because it's like 50 or $100 yeah, yeah. more for the actual disposal. Uh, and it, it's night and day. It's amazing how quiet it is. Mm. Sometimes we're like, is it on? Is it, oh, cool. I'm not sure it's on. It's, it's, you're, you'll be amazed. I, I um, have one that's like a, it's like a monster. It's like, I, I think it's yeah. three quarter horsepower and it sounds like a, like a jet engine. They all, they all are. They're all three quarter or one horsepower. The fancy super high end autos are like one and a quarter or something like that, okay. but they're just, they make them now really, really quiet and just get yeah. it's totally worth spending for that all right because you're going to spend 100 or 150 bucks yeah, to get somebody to put it in yeah. yeah but yeah. they jumped to like two something i was like well i'm not paying that yeah don't, don't really get the really really there's like three tiers <laughs> kind of a luxury item yeah just basically one brand that's the big one all over the place yeah, yeah uh, they have kind of three three, tiers of it get that middle tier king, king something i forget anyway welcome welcome to uh garbage. welcome to garbage disposal <laughs> world <laughs> I'm your host, Robin Loyola. <laughs> the point is, you're not going to get a phone because you have to you had to get a garbage disposal. Yeah. I-